basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. Ooh, baby. Yo, 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 what's up, ladies and gentlemen? We are back. This is In the Back of the Class NBA Podcast. I'm your boy, A-Love. Yo, this your boy, Easy. What up? Yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, and happy NCAA Championship Night. I know a lot of you are probably getting ready to watch that. I think the tip-off is like two hours. So yeah. uh, we just wanted to get on, say what's up, record the show. Again, this is episode 23, um, which since a lot of you are probably preparing for the game tonight, um, this might be very important for you to know. This episode plus many more can be heard in podcast form on any podcast platform, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and of course, we like to recommend Anchor Podcasts, so go check that out in the back of the class, NBA Podcast. Uh, easy. What's up, man? How was your week, man? It's been cool, man. Been chilling. Uh, pouring drinks, you know, it's 2K, you know, still moving. They had to hey. finalize that move, so, yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go, man. I feel yeah. that. I feel that. That's what yeah, we're about man. to do. Oh, man, how's your week going? You want to talk about that? Oh, busy, man, busy. You know, we're flying out tomorrow to go look for a place in our new home with Seattle, Washington. Um, Seattle. Seattle, man. Get Seattle NBA team, babe. Bring the NBA back to Seattle. Um, right, but, uh, right. Other than that, you know, we just enjoyed, we just enjoyed the uh, Final Four games on Saturday. Great games. Uh, also, shout out to Team Next Gen winning. The local YMCA men's basketball league, baby. Came oh, back. Man. I see y'all. Yeah, man. We all beat up. We all beat up. But, you know, it's cool, man, having that. Who, did y'all have a coach? Who was the oh, coach? Oh, we did. Yeah, you know, uh, my pops, a.k.a. the colonel. The colonel was the coach. Step to the bench. Yes, man. Yes. So, before the colonel joined the team, we wore uh, three and five. So, we sat on the bench. On the last regular season game, which we lost, and so we entered that we barely got in the top bracket playoff at four and four. But the current the colonel would tell you that he maneuvered us to a championship victory. <laughs> he announced his uh, retirement, then unretirement yesterday too. So uh, shout out to oh, the colonel. Is he the Steve Curry? I had to get rid of Mark Jackson to pick up Steve Curry. <laughs> No, no. The colonel would be Lavar Ball if Lavar Ball coached the team. That's the colonel. The colonel. Uh, is, that's the colonel. The colonel is the. Uh, is that is a disrespect to Lavar Ball and the colonel? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, man. But you know, shout out to Team Next Gen YMCA champions. But uh, easy. You ready to get this thing started, man? Yeah, man. Let's go. Let's go. All right, brother. So I need to say congratulations for you because, um, you know, uh, your Nets have clinched the sixth seed of uh, the playoffs, the Eastern Conference playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so that leaves the Magic, Hornets, Pistons, and Heat battling for those uh, for the final spots, uh, final eight spot. I guess the seventh spot is pretty much decided between two teams. So, uh, easy. my question to you, man, uh, who do you see, in, uh, see being left out of these playoffs in the Eastern Conference? Uh, I see Charlotte. 
That's my first oh. choice. That's my first pick. Charlotte and Charlotte, Miami. I think Miami's going to get knocked off. I think Brooklyn is going to win it so they can solidify that sixth spot. <laughs> and the team I want to get knocked off is Detroit. So I no. think Orlando's going to take that eighth spot. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. I got it wrong. I got it wrong. I want to see Detroit get knocked off. But I think they're going to get that eighth spot. Orlando's going to get that seventh. I got it yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so, um, Let's you know what I should have done easy. I should have laid out the scenarios, man, because I we do have the scenarios and scenarios are sort of confusing. OK, so let me go ahead and say that to the people. Um, but shout out to I came right there. Next gen member right there. I had to give a shout out right there. Part of the, um, champs. the champs. Uh, so actually, your nets are clinched. It's it's a done deal. They got the sixth spot. Um, Is it a done deal? We got the six. It, it's a done deal. They have the sixth spot. Here goes where it gets crazy. So right now, the Magic have clinched the playoff spot and currently sit at seventh place, okay? Mm-hmm. But in order to keep the seventh place, they need the Pistons to lose um, one game. But the Pistons went out. They will claim the seventh spot because they own the tiebreaker over the Magic, and then the Magic will fall to eight. Now, the Pistons need to win both of their games. Um, if they win both of their games, they got the seventh spot. Um, they will need to um, beat the Grizzlies at home and the Knicks. Very doable, right? Very Pistons, doable. Very doable, but we will see, man. Um, then you have um, right now the Hornets, which I think last week I, I thought the Hornets were dead. I think when this question came up, I said the Hornets don't have a chance. Well, guess what? The Hornets are actually one game behind the Pistons. Um, they need to win um, both games, and they need the Pistons to uh, to lose uh, one game. Okay, so they lose two games. They 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 win both games. Pistons lose one game. I believe they sneak in. Uh, now the Heat, the old Heat, they're basically all but uh, dead. They need to win both games. Plus, they need the Pistons to lose. Both games, uh, and then the Heat are playing the 76ers and your Nets. Uh, um, these next two games, uh, the Hornets, by the way, are playing the Cavs and the Magic. Oh, interesting. oh, that's so yeah. So, with that like being see, said, yeah, I would like to see Charlotte get that A spot, you cool. know, not to trade off because my boy, who was a Lakers fan, my boy from Detroit, he's a Lakers fan, and then when, when he realized the Lakers are not going to make it. He became a Pistons fan. So we from the Lakers went to we to the Pistons. So I hope both of his teams get knocked off with being such a backstabber <laughs> on his hometown. Hey, That's what I want to see what happens. It's two different conferences, man. And remember, the NBA is the league of the switching weed. You can switch your weed every year. You know what I mean? Ask a couple of these Golden State Warrior fans out here. <laughs> There is a lot of Chicago Warriors out here. There a, lot of, a lot of uh, America Warriors, man. Let me tell you, um, I would like to see. I would like to see Charlotte get in, man. That, I think that'd be pretty cool. See Kimba Walker on the big stage. Yeah. Um, interesting thing about the point I want to make about the Magic, though, sitting at seventh. Do the Magic somehow manipulate these last two games um, in order to get the Pistons in? Do I know they? I know they play. Uh, I think they only got one more game against. Um, the Hornets, but would the Magic's really be rooting for the Pistons to get in so that they go to the eighth seed and play the Bucks? 
Do you think they would rather see the Bucks instead of uh, the Raptors, or what, what do you think that really doesn't matter to them? Um, you know what? That would be. I'm, to be honest, it, it really don't matter because they're gonna get knocked off with boilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't know their matchup against um, Milwaukee or Toronto, but I think Orlando's a team that's just happy to get in. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. A little st- a, st- a step for a team on the come up. Um. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing the Pistons in there either, man. But uh, but your Nets, man, that's that's huge deal, man. That's huge for me. And yeah. you know, we're facing Philly. I feel confident we're gonna get two games off of them, bro. I'm telling you, Philly, the incompetence of Philly. There's a couple of teams and players that need to prove something to me. Um, and Philadelphia 76ers, all of their starting five really need to prove something to me in the playoffs. I feel like they have a level of playoff incompetence. And then uh, out there in OKC, Westbrook and um, and Paul George, man. Mm. They got to close. So? close it. Yes, yes. I mean, how many times have they closed the deal? Either one of them. Ask okay. Durant. Durant. Durant speaks for Westbrook, even though Westbrook was, would uh, probably point the finger back at uh, Durant. But, <laughs> but my man, playoff Playoff P. Well, playoff, playoff P has only really one great playoff um, series, and he still didn't, you know. And I'm, I'm saying great, great, like playing a great team, great player, and like being consistent throughout. And that's that Heat series. Um, what What about that Knicks series that everybody predicted the Knicks to win, but the Pacers end up winning and shocking people. Well, well, okay. So I really can't speak to that because I do believe at the time that I was hating on the Knicks super hard because those Knicks had another level of incompetent players that will never change in my mind. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony. And I do believe Mr. J.R. Smith was there at the time. Oh, my God. Yeah. I hope we would never have to talk about J.R. Smith, the most, one of the most overrated players of all time. Oh, oh man, I don't know. I, I don't know if you could say that about Denver J.R. Smith. Oh man, before the uh money and Eddie J.R. <laughs> High school J.R. Smith. Oh yes. J.R. Smith period is overrated. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, hey, hey, he's on that <laughs> list. The, the, the Robert or J.R. Smith. He, he's on that list. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think this is I think this is Russ and uh, Paul Joy's year. I think hey. it's their year. Hey, this. I'm, I hey. think so. And if they avoid their A spot, I got them knocking off whoever they play. Wow! So seeing uh, the Warriors, seeing the seeing the Warriors in the conference finals, possibly, and um, making it to the finals. That's that's what you see, or I mean, if you say it's their year, their year, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy with playoff day, playoff P. His year has to be. Like cemented with the NBA Finals win to me. At least well, it's kind of it been almost MVP Paul. So I mean, he has been balling this year. So I think they take a step up. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. All I got right. them knocking off. If they don't get the A, they knocking off whoever. I just I just can't wait for playoffs, man. We we yeah. are almost there. The last week of the season, yes. we are almost there so we will we will definitely see it's gonna be some great games uh coming up this week so y'all be on the lookout for that right so now that we're talking about um now that we brought up death row records aka thanos um 
aka the Wu Tang Clan of the league, <laughs> the Golden State Warriors. After this season, KD's contract's up. What do you do? What do you see KD doing? Do you think it's a good idea for KD to move from Golden State? Oh, do I think it's a good idea for KD to move from Golden State? Uh, yeah, I actually do. I think it's a good idea not only from a KD perspective, but I think it'd be a good a good thing for the league as well. Um, if KD goes over to the East, um, you got to assume he's going to bring at least one other superstar. Um, now maybe not from the you know from the West with them, but definitely I know there's another one over there in the East right now that you're hearing a lot of rumors might join them. Kyrie Irving, of uh, the revitalizing the Knicks franchise um, with that type of talent, and then you'll have uh, the incompetent 76ers, but still great regular season team to watch out for. You have the Bucks, you have the Knicks. I'm, I, I think you have a little bit more parity and uh, superstars evenly spread out now across both conferences, and then plus with Katie's legacy, uh, the Implementation, implementations on Katie's legacy. Um, you know, he goes to the East. He has his own team. He leads a, a franchise that has been in a um, championship drought forever. Um, you know, leads them to a championship. Um, I think that just speaks a lot to his legacy because he has to redeem his legacy still to me because a lot of people are not really giving him a whole lot of credit for joining the Warriors, even though he did win finals MVP. Uh, you know, he was the best player on the Warriors team in the finals, you know. So um, I think it'll be I think it'd be a good idea. What, what about you, Easy? Hold on, because I like this comment right here. Uh, Derek, uh -oh. Derek, he said you don't break up the Beatles. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Don't break up. Uh, I like it. I like it. Me yeah. personally. Yeah. Yes, Katie, you have to leave, bro. You have to leave, bro. If you if you want if you want that you want to be that guy, you want to be that man, you know, you gotta leave. You gotta leave Golden yeah. State. Because it's yeah. not we don't look at it as, as your team. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we everybody believe Golden State can win without you. So me personally, yeah, you gotta go. Go to the Knicks, go to DC, go somewhere. Just get out of Golden State. That's me. Mm -hmm. Who who would he have to bring with him, in your opinion, in order to make the Knicks um, a finals favorite? I don't think he necessarily have to bring a superstar. I think he should uh, do what they do in Milwaukee and get a, and had them build a team around him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like the, like Giannis. I mean, number one seed. They're looking like a threat to winning. Yeah, you know, so. yeah. Man, he has a great team built around him, so that's what KD should do. Look at yeah. having a team built around him. So go, go, Bucks, man! Let me tell you, that is my adopted team for the uh, Eastern Conference. Out the West, man, I don't know. I don't think I picked the team yet. I think I'm just rooting for the Warriors to slip up and have some type of breakdown. Um, okay, love you too. Other than that, um, yeah, love. So let's man. see. I want them to split so I can go back to loving KD and Steph Curry separately. Uh, I want that to happen so bad. You know what I'm saying? I need KD to leave so I can go back to being a KD fan and I can go back to being a Steph fan. So That's what basically, I want to happen. your fandom is hinging on this decision as well, huh? Yes. What yes, if, 100%. You know what might be even – a bigger, like, just slap to your fandom is if, which 
one of the rumors are true. If one of the rumors are true that I don't believe to be true, but it is a rumor, if KD were to join the Lakers and LeBron James, how much would you hate that, Easy? I can never root for KD ever again in life. When I see him, it might be on site. I don't know. I can't. I can't go. I can't go for that. KD I, don't do that. I don't even think I would like that very much because uh, I, I like I like low key hating on KD. I kind of like it. I see. Um, but <laughs> but if he did get Brian a championship, it'd be dope. But I don't know if I like it that much. No, I'd be. Really all, all, the, all the all the KD haters will go back to being KD. All the LeBron KD haters, all LeBron fan size KD haters will go back to loving. Oh go love KD. You think they'll go back to love KD if he joined yes. LeBron? Yes. Yeah. No, I think what you would have there is a combustible mixture of hate never saw before in our lifetime. I don't see it. You have all man. the LeBron fans. They would love KD. LeBron fans love anybody who can get him a ring. Because at the end of the day, they don't care who it is. Because they're not going to get any of the credit anyway. They're just going to be I, known as the roster spot. They just need to do. I'm just saying. That's none it. of them really do as much as LeBron do. And maybe they would. Oh, my KD, God. I think KD would be that guy to do it. And I think the next, I think the next superstar that goes to play with LeBron will actually carry more of the load and actually get the credit they deserve because they will have I'll to put more load. That would not be a LeBron team. Have you ever like what is LeBron without the ball? Without the ball? Well, LeBron has the ball because LeBron makes um, great decisions, man. LeBron. But if is LeBron a, doesn't have the ball, what is? It? So in order for you want to get the ball, the, the ball to Kate. See, because I have to ask this question: How does that work stylistically, systematically so it, with so, KD so, and LeBron? So first of all, I, I see it happening like a way better Kyrie LeBron, um, LeBron, um, you know, uh, mix. I see it. So because we heard this narrative, every 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 team that LeBron's went to, we've heard this. How does it work with LeBron? But every team LeBron's went to. Uh, except for these Lakers, but it was because LeBron got hurt. It's worked. Uh, even watching him with the Lakers this year, he played off the ball a lot more, man. He did a lot more cutting and a lot more post-ups. He, he changed his game a lot. Um, so it's going to work. When two great minds, especially people underestimate, like, LeBron's mental, like, game, like his mental his basketball IQ. LeBron, everybody tell you, Popovich, LeBron has one of the greatest basketball minds in the world today. Uh, Kobe will tell you that. Kobe's one of them guys that was like that, though. Guys who really know the game. When you know the game, you can play with almost anybody. Now, there are certain players. I, I, I feel like KD, I mean, when KD went to the Warriors, weren't there a couple questions about how he would fit in with the Warriors? You know what I'm saying? Him and Curry. But, hey, look at it. They're looking, at, they're looking to three-peat this year. Great players figure it out, man. LeBron and I think it's know? more so. I think it's more so the system that the Warriors run that it's a very passive, passive, you know, style that they play. That you know, it's a lot of cutting. There's a lot of moving. Everybody's moving. Whatever you don't necessarily see that on a LeBron team. Uh, actually, it's more so, I don't more know so LeBron. Man, go ahead. I, I, don't, I don't know how a man like has all the records and assists and knows one of the greatest passes in the league. 
And the picture that you're painting of the system, LeBron's system, is it's a it's a it's a picture of a selfish system, a selfish player system, which is totally opposite of what a LeBron system is. One of the reasons why I think the Lakers, you know, are were having trouble um, was that they needed more perimeter shooting. You know, they got a bunch of guys who are more one-dimensional with that ball. You know what I mean? Either they're, drib they're dribbling, driving the kick, or, um, you know, they're dribbling dribbling to get their shot off. You know, there, there's not a lot of guys spot up, catch and shoot guys on that squad. Um, but I guess my point is LeBron having the ball is not as bad as, let's say, back in the day when – or let's just say Carmelo having the ball. You know what I'm saying? Would you agree with that? Those are two different scenarios. Like Carmelo – a ball-dominant Carmelo system compared to a ball-dominant LeBron system. Totally well, different. Well, because the thing, I'm not saying that LeBron's going to – he's taking the ball, he's taking scoring all the points. But more so, he has the ball in his hands all the time. He's dominating the shot clock most of the time. And then he, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna cut, he's going to pass the ball if somebody gets open. If they, it's, it's, it is. That's what it is. LeBron gets so, the ball at the top of the key. Big man comes, sets the screen. LeBron drives, somebody gets open, he kicks it. That's why LeBron needs to catch and shoot people. That's basketball. That's the Spurs system. That's the Warrior system. That's, That's not the Spurs system. The Warrior system. No, no, you see no, Steph Curry no, say, you see, I asked you this before. How often have you seen LeBron say to somebody on screen? Oh, you see, you, he's been he's been the he's been the he's been the role guy on the pick and roll a lot this year. There's and, a lot of movement and, off ball with with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, KD. There's a lot of movement off ball. Right. And the same thing with the Spurs. Nobody yeah. is dominating the ball with the Spurs. They come down, they pass it as ball move. Everybody's rotating, yeah. whatever. You don't see that with the LeBron system. But so you're talking? Are you talking LA system today, where there's no spot up shooters, or are you talking about Cleveland Cavaliers system? Cleveland um, Cavaliers, yes, Cleveland. Most all of LeBron's career, high school. <laughs> no way, no way, brother, no okay. way. So I remember, I remember too. Okay, I go back to uh, Miami Heat, um, the first year. Uh, Eric Spoelstra um, always had this play, the play that LeBron took with him to Cleveland. Actually, it was a play. It was always a baseline drive cutter down the middle. Now, what you have there is you have so many options that opens up when you, when you when you attack the baseline. You have the kick to the corner. You have the guy coming coming down the middle for for the dunk. Those systems, that's movement, man. Move. You have to in this today's NBA. You have to have some type of movement in your offense. Now, the Bucks. I don't know the Bucks. The thing about the Bucks, why I think they might be able to still find success. The offense, they do have those guys, those knockdown shooters. But the offense, uh, the movement within the offense, I see it still a lot of ways, a lot of isolation plays with not a lot of movement off the ball. Maybe Coach Boonhouse is holding it for the playoffs. I don't know. But I, 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 all I'm saying is the narrative of LeBron being a ball-dominant selfish player is totally – not accurate because okay, what about Steve Nash? Like, tell me about Steve Nash, like the great Steve Nash. Did not Steve Nash have the ball like 
most of the well, well that made us a bad example because them boys would shoot that ball so quick. I mean, don't have it in D'Antoni. Just fourteen seconds and left, so it's a fast. Yeah, their, their, their pace is different than what. Yeah, it's totally, was totally different. So I got, I got to think of a, I got to think of a guy that, uh, that you let's, know. Let's come back to that because, because now we're, we're drifting off, and you know, this became a LeBron conversation. You know, we done pretty good though, Easy. I don't think we've had a, a deep LeBron uh, debate in about at least two episodes. I think so. <laughs> we been doing pretty good. We had, we had, we just, we just straight away from the skip and uh, Shannon. Yeah, so either way, we we both would like uh, Durant moving off from Golden State, right? Yes, I can go back to loving KD. I want to love KD. You know, that was your boy. That was my guy, Texas. I was a KD fan in Texas. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me ask you this. Now, wouldn't KD going to like the East though? Wouldn't that hurt your your, your Nets though? Or are you thinking that uh, KD might come? To we're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right. By the time be- you know, we're gonna be all right. We're gonna okay, be all right. We, we we don't need superstars. We're just trying to build Ooh. a young core. We don't need superstars. We're gonna build a team. We're building the 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 Brooklyn Spurs. That's what we're trying to build. We're trying to build a Spurs system in Brooklyn. That's what we're trying to. Hey, build. So, ain't ain't a bad start this year. Getting, yeah, 6C. Uh, definitely. All right, man. Let's go ahead and move on, brother. How about this? Our boy. <clears throat> our boy. I know Mr. you've been waiting for this. I know you've been waiting for this. I've been waiting. <laughs> our boy, Mr. Petty himself. Paul Petty Pierce was in the news <laughs> week. I'm going to read this just so because I do come off by this. I'm going to read this straight from Yahoo Sports. Um, let's see. Um, so when asked on ESPN on Friday whether he or Wade, he being Paul Petty Pierce, uh, had the better NBA career, Pierce chose himself. Um, then he went on later. He said, quote, um, that's easy. I could say that off the bat. That's me. If you give me Shaq, if you give me LeBron, if you give me these guys early in my career when I was 24 years old, you get you give me Shaq when I was 25, you give me LeBron, I'd be sitting on four, six championships. Easy. I played 10 years with who? With who? Easy. My question to you is, do you agree with Petty Paul Pierce or is he just <laughs> out of his mind? I don't think Paul Pierce is better. I'm going to say that. This is what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, cause I believe I believe that even it's kind of hard for me to pick either one. But Dwayne Wade had a higher peak than Paul Pierce. But Dwayne Wade spent a lot of his career hurt. You know what I'm saying? Paul Pierce was more consistent throughout his career. Dwayne Wade had his peak, and at the end of his the past few years, has been a shell of himself. You know, so you know, it's been a drop off. Yep. Paul Pierce did a, he did deal with a, quite a few injuries himself, but I think you're right. I think your point is that not as much as Wade, um, which which is interesting because it's a toss up between Pierce and Wade for like greatness, but LeBron gets a lot of like credit taken. Uh-huh. No, I was messing with you, but uh. Yeah, man. <laughs> so so you, you would actually you, – you would go away, but you don't think it's as far as everybody I'm not – it's because I'm not – to be honest, I can't pick because mm-hmm. where Paul Pierce has longevity and consistency. And let's be honest, he did – his best player for a long time was Antoine Walker. Ah. 
Who can, who else could you name on those Boston teams? Now, now, before, now before Antoine Walker got um kicked out the country, um that man was a bad boy, man. He was pretty He was tough. an all right boy. Those, those were some tough playoffs, but um you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I can't really agree. I can't I can't agree. Um because uh, first of all, Paul Pierce is always petty. Do you remember what he said about <laughs> 2008 after they won the uh, championship? They asked Paul Pierce, said, "As uh, Kobe, you think Kobe's the greatest player in the world?" He said, "No, I think it's me." And he uh, and he and he believed it. And, and you know, at the time, you know, because I was rooting like uh, I, I I I liked the Celtics, man. After the Cavs, I said I wouldn't mind seeing the Celtics win, man. Um, Cause you kind of like those guys' story, you know what I mean? It was hooping to get right on each side. They got, they all got together. They, they were hooping in the summer. They, they were on a mission, you know, to win the championship. So at the time, I was one of the guys that took it all. He just being confident. I mean, what other great player wouldn't say the same thing? You know what I mean? True. Until like years later, when I see players like you know at the time actually say guys who you know were in a conversation. Not with Kobe historically, but with Kobe, you know, in the league, you know, you know what I'm saying? For seasons, like having great seasons with Kobe, um, they would give Kobe props. Y'all know yeah, Kobe's the, he's the best player in the world right now. Um, you know, then next was uh, LeBron. People say, yeah, LeBron's uh, he's, he's the best player in the world right now. You know what I mean? And then I start to think, huh, was he, was, was this the first glimpse of pettiness we saw out of Mr. Pierce? Paul Pierce is a great player, man. But Paul Pierce is not um, Dwayne Wade, man. I had a problem when he said, give me uh, LeBron at 23. Give me um, so-and-so at whatever age. I did some checking. When LeBron James joined um, – I'm sorry. When, when, when the big three came together in Boston, Paul Pierce was, I believe, 31 years old. Okay? So when the Heat came together, I think – Dwayne Wade, I believe, was 30. He must just turn 30 or 30. I think he was in his 20s. He was in his 20s. He was born in um, 1982, and he joined the oh, was he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, remember, Dwayne Wade plays a couple years in college. He, you know, That's I mean, true. That's so, true. Yeah, he, yeah. so Dwayne Wade was the older of that banana boat group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I, I mean, I think I think you and I need to do a show from a banana boat, though, for real talk. Um, I agree. Me, you, Robert Ori. Oh out. man, one of us got to get off the boat. One <laughs> of us get tossed off. I'll sit in between. I'll sit in the middle. I'll I'll take one for the team. But uh, but yeah, look, this uh, this this dude, Paul Pierce, man. I like his confidence, but he is definitely delusional, man. And he, I think even in his in his in his conf in in his like, you know, it ain't really commentating, but whatever you call it, where he, he's the personality on, like, these sports shows, I think you see some of his bitterness sort of come out in his perspective, man, in a lot of ways. Um, and I think this case, this this being one of them, man, um, he, he's bitter. Because to tell the truth, if the Heat never came together, um, remember, Paul Pierce hates all them guys, LeBron, Wade. Because <laughs> if they never came together – the Celtics, could you say they wouldn't have at least possibly at least two more finals appearances? And I would – I don't know, man. Uh, they could have – Well, I think injuries. Out. 
I think the older they got, more injuries. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what took them out of. Uh, that's why Orlando got to the finals that year. Yeah, yeah. KG got hurt. Right. You know, yep. older yep. A's and injuries or whatever. Yeah. You know. But they bounced back after was, that. You know, so I, I don't know. And my guy Derek says Paul Pierce is a modern day Charles Barkley. Oh wow, that is uh that's uh interesting. That that's a that's an interesting point right there. The modern day Charles Barkley. I think um, Charles Barkley uh, is better than Paul Pierce. Um, I think, yeah. Charles Barkley? Yeah. yeah. And we go back and look no. at what Charles Barkley did. If we're just taking individual players and we just, just look at them as individual players, Charles Barkley is high up than what people mm-hmm. want to give him credit for because, because he don't have a ring. Charles okay. Barkley as an individual player was a beast. Let's, come on now. Let's put a little respect on his name. Okay, okay. So I guess the next question would be how much greater is Dwayne Wade than Charles Barkley in your mind? I don't think Dwayne Wade is greater than Charles Barkley. I don't think you think Charles Barkley is greater than Dwayne Wade. That's, a, that's yeah. an interesting question right there. I, 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 I think that's what we need to have a top, topic about is yeah. how much did you put on rings instead of, yes. instead of individual players? Because Bro, Go ahead, my father. A lot of people, a lot of, I mean, that's how we get into this conversation where people want to rate yeah. Robert Orr. Robert Orr shouldn't be rated. <laughs> he shouldn't be underrated or overrated because he shouldn't be rated. I'm just – in my thing about Robert, you and Robert Orr, you just think Robert Orr was a uh, a benefactor of circumstance and that yes. he had no, like, just – you don't give him no credit, which I totally Not at all. But Not anyway, but I totally agree with you, man. That whole rating of the, – the I know ranks are important, but I think – they're over like weighted. People put too much weight in rain count. You're totally right because um, they they put they put emphasis in rain count when it benefits the player they're trying to pump up. Let me make this point about Paul Pierce that just pops in my mind though. We talk about how weak the East was when Paul Pierce came into the league. The East was pretty darn weak, man. A lot weaker than it was. Um, you know, I, well, let me think. Let me, let me think. Even when when the, the big three days, you know what I mean? When they joined the big three, who was the team they had to really beat? Was it? I mean, the the Pistons, uh, the Cavs, LeBron and the Cavs. But that team was that Cavs team, man. They they won a lot of games, but the Cavs team to me was so ter- terribly constructed team. Um, more so in the front office, just because it was super exploited by that Magic team. I remember watching that series. They didn't know what to do against the Magic. Turkaloo was just eating them up. Uh, Rashad Lewis eating them up. My man Michael Peters was putting that D on. But it, it, it was four hours. I mean, because it was the benefactor of a great Dwight Howard, though. Let's just, Dwight Howard was a 20 and what, 15 or whatever, or whatever he was doing. Dwight Howard in that paint could not be stopped. And that's that's what's interesting about that series, though. Over more so than Dwight Howard, what was killing the 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 uh, Cavs was their inability to guard the dribble drive and get out on the shooters. Because even when they got out on the shooters, I remember their whole their whole backcourt, the, the whole starting lineup was like over or six seven and, and, and over. I think Jameer Nelson may be the only guy that was under like six five. You have Turkaloo who's like six, what six? Turkaloo six nine, six eight. About six, yeah, six eight, six nine. Um, yeah. um, Rashard Lewis like six nine, six ten. 
Uh, these guys were long shooters. And I just remember, you know, because I was rooting for LeBron, I was just like, they can't beat these guys. Because from game one, it was a drive, kick, and they were hitting everything. Um, but then again, how do you plan for the magic to get all the way, you know, that 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 deep? But but I think it speaks to the weakness of the East, you know. The the the, the East was Really weak, and Paul Pierce is. If he's supposed to be that great, you know what I mean. Even with, uh, he didn't really, he didn't run through the East like he didn't dominate the well, East. Well, I mean, because people like to give people excuses about who they play with. Can you name somebody Paul Pierce has played with outside of Antoine Walker? Um, and, and we're and we're talking we're talking about uh, pre uh, Big Three, right? Pre Big Three. Okay, so uh, yeah, Antoine Walker. I'm trying to think. Um, he had. Um, what's my man name? I guess my man Eddie. Uh, what's his name? He he didn't he didn't come over there till uh the big three, huh? Yeah, Eddie House didn't come over to the yeah, big three. Yeah. Um. No, you really. I mean, if you, you know, you have to think really hard to think about who he played with. But uh, at the Dwayne same, Wade had Shaq and Karan Butler. He had he had an old Shaq. He had an old Shaq. He had an old well, Shaq. I, but would you I, say Karan Butler was that much greater than um? Antonio Walker at the time, which Antonio Walker, do not forget, Antonio Walker was a, a all-star, man. Antonio Walker was hot for a minute. He was like Mims from This Is Why I'm Hot. <laughs> That's Antoine Walker's career. He was like a one-hit wonder. Wow. That's Walker, uh, he was hot for a minute. He wasn't the, Walker, he was, no. He's not getting no, he's not getting no Hall of Fame consideration, none of that. He's, hey. You look Man. at his Hall of Fame percentage, it's going to say zero. So, I mean, to me, I think the Pierce-Wade debate is a little more closer than what people want to give him credit. Like, Paul Pierce is talking crazy. Paul, I mean, they both they both were the man when they won the title. They both had moments. They both had big shots. You know what I mean? To me, it's closer than what people think. Like I said, it's the Paul Pierce of – it's the longevity of Paul Pierce versus the peak of Wade. Mm, dang. Very well summed up. Um, I, I I think you know that is, you you made a you made a great you made a great argument, man, of why it's not that it's not that uh far away far apart, man. That's definitely definitely a valid argument. I just think Lee will speak and ultimately answer when um Wade will be a first time first ballot Hall of Famer, and um, my man Paul, I don't know when he's gonna get in. You don't think but, Paul Pierce is going to be a first ballot Hall of Fame? I don't think he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Fame. Tracy McGrady was a first ballot Hall of Fame. Like, Paul Pierce is better than McGrady. McGrady was hot for a quick second. Tracy McGrady, this is where the NBA lets business help booster people's legacy. Tracy McGrady, think about the impact on the league. Tracy. I would say Tracy McGrady had greater impact on the NBA brand than Paul Pierce. If McGrady can get, if Yao Ming can get in the Hall of Fame. Now that was, dude. <laughs> come on now, look at Vladi Divox can get in the Hall of Fame. Paul Vladi, Pierce, the vert. Well, we're talking about first ballot. Like, Vladi was not first ballot. Paul Pierce is the first ballot Hall of Fame. I'm gonna be honest. First ballot. Yeah, 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 was first ballot. Yeah, I was first ballot. He got in with Shaq. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh man. Okay. Okay. Let's let's man. go on to speaking with Paul Pierce, man. You wanna? 
go ahead and uh, set this one up, or you yeah, be... yeah. Let me let me go ahead, man, because we're going right. towards the end of a first, clearly a first ballot Hall of Fame. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're talking about the seven foot guy from where is he from? Germany, Germany. Dirk Nowitzki. Uh, did he announce his retirement? Because uh, uh, I didn't hear. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I think, I think, so we want to go back to Dirk, or you want to hit him with the Paul, Paul Pierce Petty moment? What do you want to do? Oh, what was the Paul Pierce Petty moment? Oh, okay, okay, we'll, we'll go to yeah, Dirk. Yeah, I'm going to let you, I'm going to, yeah, I'm, yeah, you want to go to Dirk, you want to end it off with Paul Pierce Petty? Uh, I, I, you, you pick, somebody pick, y'all want to hear one of our, oh, so we had a segment, uh, a few episodes back, uh, when we talk about Paul Pierce, called, you know, how he was, did something else petty, um, so we came up with a segment called, um, Paul Pierce uh, our Paul Pierce petty moments. It was a segment to whereas uh, oh. Easy and myself would tell a moment of where we were petty or we experienced somebody being petty. Okay. Um, but we can do that one or we can talk about Dirk. Dirk Nowinski because he is retired. Dirk is a great. Dirk will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, so it's whoever's listening, watching. I'll let y'all choose what y'all want. Y'all want to see the uh, y'all want to see y'all want to talk about Dirk, or y'all want to hear a, a a Petty Pierce moment. What we got here? We're gonna give we're gonna give this the 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 fans five seconds to answer, and then we're just gonna choose easy. I mean, do do you have a do you have a let, let's let's go let's talk about Dirk. Let's talk about Dirk. We we've been on we've been on Pierce too hard here. And I, ain't know, <laughs> I didn't even know you loved him that much, man. I've been over here dogging him. I like Paul Pierce, the truth. How the can truth. you hate the truth? Oh, because he's making up his own truth Because he's making up his own truths now. Like Street people can't handle the truth. That's what it is. Can't handle the truth. You can't oh, handle man. the truth. Well, let's let's go ahead and talk about the, the, the German man, our German friend. Uh, um. Dirk, although we did yeah. have a, 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 a Petty Pierce moment, we, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do that next episode for sure. We're gonna have an episode for sure, for sure. of, of a Petty Pierce moment for sure. But go ahead, easy, my bad man. Yeah, no, okay. We're talking about the the German, um, the German, the seven foot German Dirk, man. Uh, my question, because I got a I got a question within a question uh, within this topic because I haven't yet heard him announce his retirement. Ooh. So you think this might just be we're kicking you out of Dallas and uh you uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But you wanna talk about Dirk's legacy or Yeah, we'll talk about his legacy, yeah. I mean like I Oh I mean, you talk about him retiring. Do you think he should retire this year? Or do you think he should oh, stay another year oh and, and with Doncic and Porzingis? No, 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 no. Be an older statesman to those guys? No nah, man, you see Dirk. Dirk looks Dirk. I see man. I caught a mass game one day, man. I ain't lying. I got. I felt so bad and almost sick to my stomach watching Dirk still hobbling out there. You know, every game bringing his aluminum foil wrapped uh, uh, <laughs> pregame meal from his new team and yeah. you know, eating that, which is probably. I don't know. I'm gonna go out there be on PC and say it's probably soul food, which is not the greatest meals to eat as athletes, but it's a meal that I grew up on and I ate before meals, and that's why I'm sitting here doing this now. You definitely got wrapping in salt and ten aluminum foil. Got to. So he should have been retired, man. He's got his reign. Um he had and not only the reign he got, but he 
beat and outplayed a a, a great player in getting that ring. So Dirk Dirk has solidified his career. I say uh, years ago, man. So to me, he should have probably been stepped away. So yeah, I think it's a good idea for him to walk away now. I mean, do, do you think he should stay around and be an elder statesman? Oh, you know what? Because yeah, Dirk he does look crazy out there. He looks bad, but I mean, uh, I, I would like to. I mean, he could be the elder statesman. You know, just tag along on a bench or whatever to. To get the her, Donches to, and Porzingis, you know, help them grow as players or whatever. How how far are they? Because that, that's the only way, you know, um, anybody would probably stay around is probably just to get one more reign to the legacy. Dirk doesn't need it. But how, how far away are the Mavericks from getting that reign, you know? I don't know. I don't know. We don't know what Porzingis is going to be when he gets there. You know, the Porzingis before the trade, you know, was – he wasn't looking like the Porzingis of last year. He was so uh, I don't know if that was a, uh, something better being a part. I of was going to say like Tim Duncan did the Spurs, like how we could have said Tim Duncan should have retired a long time ago, went, went out on top or whatever. But I feel like oh, yeah, I feel he's like, looking bad. I feel like Duncan was still like you know when he did his last year, he was still Purdue. I can't I can't remember him a couple of years ago. Good Lord, what's going on here? Huh. Was he producing more than Dirk when he uh, retired? I feel like he was a little bit more like... Yeah, he was He was a little better than Dirk. He was, but, I mean, we were still looking at Duncan like, yeah, Duncan should retire this year. We've been saying that for a few years, like, yeah. Duncan should retire. You know, we've been saying that about Dirk for a while. I, I, I think I think that was more so about Duncan retiring was because Duncan had so many reigns, you know. But uh, there goes a nice little point right here. Um, he needs to retire this year because see, like it hurts him to move. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it hurts him to move. Boy, I hope I hope that man is not watching right now. He <laughs> hearing the things we saying about him running up and down the court. You know what I mean? Hey, I am, and all I gotta say about that is like if you watch me run up and down the court now, you probably think it hurts me to move. But that you man, see me go up some yeah. stairs. It seems like it hurts me to move. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that man is getting paid to, to uh, struggle up and down that court. But uh, but no, nah, man. So shout out to Dirk. It was it was a pleasure watching him play. Um, I hated the way he uh, just beat the Heat that year. I loved it. Loved it. it was terrible. One of my but, favorite uh, rings ever. <laughs> One of my but, favorite rings ever. There you go, man. Um, so yeah, man, I know it's a, we, we're getting close to the end easy. Uh, and uh, we don't want to keep the folks for the game. We know the game is about to come on here in um, so. just a little over an hour. So, um, I, I normally we say, uh, what to look for this week, man. But, uh, the, if let, let's you got something that you really want to look for, man, I was just going to ask you, who, who do you got winning the game tonight? I want Texas Tech to win because uh, Auburn was cheated. Ah, I was man. I was going for I was going for Auburn, so uh, I want to see Texas Tech win. Plus, one of the guys on Texas Tech, he was a friend of the late rapper Nipsey Hussle. Uh, His father, I think, was management or whatever the Nipsey or whatever. Oh, so really? I would like I like to see that kid win. You know, talk about you know. So I'm going for Texas Tech. Personal motivation, huh? Yeah. So I really, I really don't have. I mean, I really don't root for Texas Tech or or um, what is Virginia. Right. 
Virginia. Yeah, we're right. We don't care for either team, but if I'm going to pick one, I would say Texas Tech. So, yeah, who do you yeah. have? Uh, man, so I I look like Boo Boo the Fool. Um, thinking that I was rooting for uh, well, I love Bruce Pearl, man, and but I was under the impression that if Virginia won that game, that I would win both my pools. But in fact, Virginia winning that game actually made me lose one of those pools, and then also has me about to possibly lose the my other pool. So wow. with that animosity towards Virginia now, I'm going to root for Texas Tech as well. So let's go Red Raiders. I'm telling you, they lost yeah. me a lot of money there, boy. That dealt those terrible calls, man. So it's the, oh, it's the right call. It's the right call. And then later that night when my pool uh, refreshes, I was mad. I wanted to replay it <laughs> two hours later, you know. I, so. was, I was looking at it, and I was like, it's bad coach for both teams at the end of that game. Oh, man. I, you, I, I, had to, I had to agree, man, especially Virginia's coach, man. There were some things he was doing. But yeah. luckily he had those uh, officials on his side there a little bit. Um, those angels. There you go. Angels you go. over his shoulder, yeah. There you go. But, uh, but yeah, man, so uh, we want to thank all y'all for joining us. This Again, this is episode Appreciate 23. Uh, go back, check us out. If you listen to podcasts anywhere, look up, search in the back of the class NBA podcast. Check out some of uh, our old episodes. This is our first uh, season. This is season number one. Um, we are at the like, going into the last week of the NBA season this week. So uh, we still can't believe we've been doing it this long. So right. um, you guys go back, check it out. I'm pretty sure you'll find some things you like. Uh, of course, like the page here on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Um, yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to start after after the season, the podcast season ends. We're going to start pumping up videos up there to uh, keep you guys engaged. So uh, mm-hmm. easy. you got anything to add, man? No, nah, man. Um you want me to go ahead and close it out? Do you want to uh, yeah. go oh, ahead and close it out? Oh, no, I, I go ahead and close it out. Okay. Yeah, I'll close it out. We'll, we'll, we'll bring it up next show. We'll bring it up next show. We're still oh. in the kinks of working things out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll bring it up next one. But, uh, yeah, back in the day, me and my boy, A, we were two former class clowns kicking it up, wilding out in class. Now we two adults speaking our opinions on news and rumors on the NBA, man. It's your boy, Easy. It's your boy, A, Love. And this is in the back of the class NBA podcast. Peace. Next year's champs, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Be <laughs> easy. What up?